Welcome to episode 10, season 4 of the 126 podcast. Once again, I am not Addison McElvin, but we're doing this thing today anyway. Happy it's, Halloween. Is it a full moon? It's a little long, but hey, it's Halloween, Coach Joe. We're doing things a little uh, more special today. This is the Halloween Basketball Spooktacular. It's October 31st, 2022, and we've got a lot of basketball people in the room to get to. Yeah, it's already started off a little shaky. Well, hey, again, our executive producer is out today, um, so we're progressing on without him. Coach Joe. Yes. Uh, you've been hitting at this. Basketball weather has arrived. Uh, it is officially basketball season, not just from a practice standpoint, but uh, these ladies and gentlemen in the room today are preparing for their first scrimmages, and it'll be their first games right around the corner. Um, I'm excited to have them on, but first... I've talked about this a little bit before, but I do want the weave today to talk about just the amount of uh, time investment that our coaches and student athletes in Forney ISD put in. And I think people that come to games, I'm excited to go see basketball games. I want to see these uh, ladies and gentlemen in the gym doing their thing against other schools. But uh, sometimes we underestimate or we forget just just how much time they are truly investing in our programs and in their growth process, uh, it's it's pretty remarkable if you sit down and, and really put a pencil to it and and figure out how much time they're spending in the gym. I'm going to diverge from basketball a little bit though, and I want to use uh, actually swimming as an example because um, they're able to spend a lot more time this year doing their thing than they have in the past. And I was talking to our, our head swim coaches the other day. We we know we've made the transition from water polo to swim and dive. We're officially in swim and dive season now. Fans can check our website, go watch swimming and diving competitions at the uh, uh, Aquatic Training Center here in town. And that Aquatic Training Center has sort of opened a door for us to be able to have more time in the water. Here's an example of that. In every year prior that we've had swim and dive, um, our coaches have had to drive to a pool somewhere else, right? We've used Terrell, we've used uh, Rockwall, we've used pools in Dallas and in Mesquite. But most typically in the last few years, we've used um, a natatorium in Dallas ISD. And it takes it took them just about an hour on a school bus to th- get to that facility. So you got to imagine our coaches in the morning at 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m., getting up, getting to the bus barn, picking up a bus, getting to the appropriate high school or sometimes making a loop from one to the other and then getting to the pool. So they're spending hour and 15 minutes in the morning travel traveling. They're doing the same thing on the back end of the day, right? So you take the time in the pool out of it. Coaches have already invested about two and a half hours a day just in getting kids back and forth to a facility, driving a bus, picking up a bus, locking up a bus, 
um, 12 and a half hours a week is how the math works on that. That's about 50 hours a month. Now, 50 hours a month, and they're not, they hadn't practiced a kid yet. That's just getting kids where they need to be. And I know that's a pretty extreme example um, because fortunately we have, for our basketball coaches, we've got tremendous facilities right here in Forney ISD. We've got gyms that we're in. Um, and swim and dive, now we've got a pool locally where people can go see competitions. And our kids can practice without having to drive an hour one way. But the key point is they were willing to do that anyway. Our numbers were, ex- were growing and blowing up in, sw- in the swim and dive program with them sitting on the bus one way for an hour every day. Um, they continue to expand and blossom. And it's that way in every program. Now, our basketball kids may not have to go very far to practice. They're, they can practice on campus. But uh, our numbers are still blowing up. Student-athletes, students in Forney ISD <coughs> want to be a part of our athletic programs. And um, we've said this before on the podcast, too. We've got over 3,000 of them in grades 7 through 12 in our school district playing sports. We love that. Uh, I don't want anybody who comes to see a game or a contest to underestimate just what an investment they're making in it because it's not just showing up and putting on the uniform and playing on a Tuesday or a Friday. Uh, there's so much beyond that. That's just the tip of the iceberg and kind of the icing on the cake getting to play in that game. So our coaches can talk about that. I know they've already been investing time in the gym, getting kids ready to go for basketball season and many, many more hours to come. Um, we appreciate the time that they invest. Now, let's get to you, Coach O. Well, all right. So in honor of another wonderful basketball season starting, I felt like we should talk turnovers. Pastries, that is. <laughs> so I'm figuring that everybody's, I don't know, I'm, I'm just assuming here that everybody's favorite turnover may be an apple turnover. So you've got to name a turnover that is not an apple turnover, even if apple is your favorite. Holy you, smokes. You, you Do y'all even, look, I'm looking at these faces. Y'all know what a turnover is? I know what you know what, you know what a turnover is on the court. We try to avoid those at all costs, but. Coach, I'm not. You might have to be more. I don't know. What if do you I'm, mean? There are like 13 really? different types of turnovers. You got to really think about this. I'm a honey bun guy. That's no, very no, simple. I'm a simple person. But we're not talking honey buns. We're talking is turnovers it? today. I don't even know what that is. Don't. It's not a donut. Is that like a? Uh, it's a pastry. I've already said a it's bear a claw or something. No. I don't. It's I a don't stuffed pastry. Fleming, do you know what that is? Not so much. He doesn't know. Gonna, Coach Hebert? <laughs> Cherry. Oh, he's got an answer right off the bat. Yes. Okay, start on that side. There you go. Start with the new guy. Sure. Well, the new guy just got it. <laughs> Introduce yourself, new guy. Uh, Coach Hebert, head girls basketball at Forney. Who'd you bring with you today? Amaria Coe, senior basketball player. Tell us hello, Amaria. Hi. Okay, his is Cherry. Whatever, What a, a turnover. Right? Yeah. Do you want me to give you an Is official? that like a fritter? 
No. I so don't even know what it is. Obviously, I'm going to have to go pull up the official. Show me a picture. Of an Apple turnover or of any type turnover. of turnover. Look it up. You got a computer right there. I don't. I, I'm scared to get off that screen. <laughs> I'm really not an executive producer. So because you're giving me a hard time, I'm going to look up the um, the definition of an official pastry turnover. Do you have an answer on this before she... You don't know no. either, do you? No. See, I'm not alone in Here this. Here we go. A turnover. An individual pie formed by folding a piece of pastry in half over a filling. Is that like a Mrs. Baird's cherry pie is what it sounds to me like? There you go. Okay. So it's a fruit pie, right? Like a fruit. I like don't want to like call a, it a pie. Like I, a fried it pie? A, it is a pastry. Oh, well. I like cherry. I like Mrs. Baird's cherry pies. Clement, I'm looking at you because you're a simple guy like me. There's a picture here. Yeah. Look, there's a picture of a of a turnover. I, I don't. I've never eaten one of those in my life. Pillsbury? No, that's not Pillsbury. They're, they have the best ones. Pillsbury really? apple turnovers okay. are the best ones. Is it somewhat like a strudel? Could be, yes, kind of. Oh, yeah. well, oh, you're getting closer <laughs> than me. <laughs> Coach Fleming, uh, introduce yourself officially and your guest as well. I'm Coach Fleming, head girls basketball there at North Warney, and I've brought a guest with me, Ms. Zakaria Christian. She's a senior with us. She's been with us for about three years now. Uh, young lady, do you know what a turn? Did you know what a turnover is besides the basketball kind? I thought we were talking about meat. So I was going to say this first. <laughs> we turn it over. All right. No, no. Well, you're educating us. Blueberry. Coach. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just feel I like, like fruit. I just feel like you did not really try to get this. No, I ris- really, I don't think. You're, you're a difficult player right now. No, well, it's 8 o'clock a.m. Monday morning, and Addison's not here. And I've been, this board's been thrust upon me again. Uh, he's proving himself fairly inconsistent. I'd bench him. Well, I'm Addison <laughs> turned over the winning bucket here. Well, we've are, we have Cherry, so I'm not, I'm not giving any more because – the boys' coaches may maybe so maybe because they're got, probably over there looking it up right now. They, so they're all on their a, phone. They'll have a good answer <laughs> to a turnover filling. So, kudos to Coach Hebert. Yeah, Coach Hebert, you're the uh, you're the most uh, refined of the bunch here. It He's seems evolved. <laughs> Coach right. Fleming, I'm really disappointed <laughs> in you. Well, uh, basketball coach, you know, Coach Hebert almost wasn't here. This did you know that, Coach O? Oh, uh, yes. What, what? Well, we, we have a lot of firsts on this show. Well, what's the first on this one? Well, Coach Hebert is a first-year, not a first-year coach, but he is a first to Forney ISD. This yeah, is his welcome first to Forney ISD, Coach Hebert. Yeah. One of our newest head coaches. That's right. And he is also the first since the existence of the podcast to decline it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> He's... Pretty, yeah. Pretty rare territory he's put himself in there. Did, did does he? Do you have like a notebook you keep and or something like that, or a file down in your desk that says, no. "Oh, you don't." No, he's just the first. <laughs> I understand. Well, it, listen. <clears throat> as a former basketball coach, I can tell you, uh, nothing competes with practice time, does it, Coach Hebert? Well, and it's good to have Coach Hines and Coach Cooper step up and look at him spinning it. They are uh, doing amazing right now as we speak. They're doing a great job. Uh, In case you didn't know it, uh, the 126 is kind of a big deal. Yes. But we do uh, definitely appreciate that. You know, he's going to – if he, like – if they come out in a scrimmage and you don't look very good, you know he's going to blame us now. 
That's another thing basketball coaches do. You can never get that practice time back. <laughs> well, we'll take it. But I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, so, let's start out by telling us what's it been like as a new coach. Because these other three guys are veterans that are in the room, our head basketball coaches. Tell us what's it been like as a new coach, new head coach coming into Forney ISD and starting to bring your system and establish your program here. I think I've been really impressed with how uh, the kids have kind of bought into what we're asking them to do. Um, you know, it's one thing to always look for results, but it's, it's a whole other thing that they do it with a smile on their face and there's, there hasn't been any, you know, butting of heads Nothing like that going on. Um, just from day one, they've they've really embraced what we're trying to get them to do, and I think that at the end of the day is probably what's going to contribute to them growing and becoming more successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the people, uh, the support that the coaches have has been amazing. Um, getting to know various coaches at Forney High School and then North Forney High School and Central Admin, uh, they've they've always been available. When, when help's been needed, just to learn the new policies and procedures. And uh, Miss Leslie is awesome. Um, it's, it's been very easy to, to just move into it. Yeah. We, well, we like to hear that. We're proud of that. We believe that wholeheartedly about our department, I think. This is a people business. We talk about that a lot here, and we got some great people. So I'm glad to hear that confirmed again by the new guy, you know, the new kid on the block here uh, moving into our school district. Um, the rest of these coaches better be as complimentary. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching them. Bart over there looks like he's got a bone to pick. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't do Monday mornings too well either, but we'll get him on here in a minute. We're, uh, we're proud to have you here, and uh, we look forward to you not just fitting in, but fitting your system in. Young lady, tell us about being an athlete in Coach Hebert's program. What has what has surprised you, or what's been different about you've been a basketball? You're a senior, right? So yes. you you've been here for a minute. You've yeah. been through the basketball program. What's changed? Uh, like everything, the culture, how we're like more connected as a team, how we're more loving, and we're just getting better every day with each and every coach. Fantastic. That's awesome. Coach Hebert, tell the people. Um, well, let me say this first, Coach Hebert. I have I had to practice because. The people need to know, okay, and I'm 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 transparent and so I'm okay with that. Coach Hebert's name is spelled H I E B E R T. I before E except after C. So I naturally want to say Coach Hybert, but it is Hebert. So I have had to practice that and not say the man's name wrong, because we know I don't like to be called Opliant, Alastant, <laughs> Elephant. So, yep. um, Coach, tell us. Give us a little bit of, of a background um, of your coaching experience, where you grew up at, where you've come from. Let the people know. Well, I grew up in Nacogdoches. Uh, my dad has been a basketball coach since forever. I uh, was one of those kids running around on the court. Um, he had the chance to work with a great coach, uh, Danny Neal, at Hudson outside of Lufkin, and had the opportunity to go to the state tournament with them on the girls' side. And uh, – I started on the boys' side for three years and had the opportunity to join a uh, very successful Magnolia West uh, girls' program. Uh, and we 
made it to the regional tournament, first time in school history. Uh, and that's really the year that I realized that I wanted to uh, coach on the girls' side and be a part of that. Um, I've made two stops since then. I was at Katie Cinco Ranch with Coach Dwayne Archangel. We had uh, the first playoff berth in four years for them there. That was a really big deal to those seniors who had grown up in the program and never uh, never seen the older kids go to playoffs, uh, never sniffed it. Um, and Katie, it's cutthroat. Right now they've got girls at Seven Lakes and Tompkins who are going to Tech and all these different places. It's just every year there it's super competitive. So that was a great experience to be on staff for that and to prepare and, and learn how to coach against kids like that, um, especially with us up here going into 6A very soon. You know, Coach Fleming's already going into 6A. Uh, it's just the way that we're growing right now to have that experience. And then I made the random jump up to 3A Whitesboro up in North Texas, 12 miles from the Oklahoma border. Uh, and there that was a complete and total culture overhaul. It was 15 wins over two previous seasons. And last year we, we won 27 games and went to two rounds in the playoffs. And uh, at that point it was just I need to find a situation where I'm not coaching three sports, teaching three classes. And, and Forney was a big draw because of – the, the growth, the talent that, that is there, the availability, and especially after talking with Coach Fleener during the interview process and learning of, of the upsides that were on the horizon. That was, that was a big draw and very happy to be here. And it's, it's definitely proven to be uh, a good experience in that, that area. Good. I thought perhaps he was going to say he just happened to catch an episode of the one two six and thought, man, I better get up there and jump on that train. Uh, it is a good place, and uh, I have no doubt that you and your program will will fit in quite nicely. We're looking forward to seeing you guys in the gym. Yep, we really are. And now this guy on the other end of the table, he's been in the gym and forty ISD for a number of years, uh, and has had good success. Coach Fleming, uh, what about this year? You got a little bit different uh, landscape that you're entering. Yeah, this year we we've got a different core. Um, with losing eight seniors last year, um, and also another key player for us, um, it just it just brings some some challenges to our team. But you know we've we we've we've also got experienced players that are returning that could make a a, a huge impact as we grow the younger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, We've just been getting after it. There's a number of times that, you know, we we talk about grinding games out because that's what we've managed to do throughout the past four years is just grind grind things out. And I, I think with moving to the 6A level um, and the district that we're moving into um, with those teams just kind of beating each other last year, I see that, that same picture this year, grind games out and – you know, take wins that most people didn't expect mm-hmm. for North Forney Lady Falcons to to do. And you've been in a you've been in a five A district, but you've been playing some of that six A competition already, yes. right? I mean, you've, yes, you've had a pretty competitive schedule. So, um, I think that's what <clears throat> basketball coaches seem to try to do in their preseason is uh, have a pretty good mix of uh, the competition around. And I know from watching you guys play, uh, your program's used to playing teams at that level. Uh, okay, so let's let's do this for our 
audience. We as we've we you started practice. How long ago has it been now? You've been practicing. For, it's been about twelve days now. Okay, so nearly nearly two weeks. You've been practicing. You're preparing for scrimmages to begin. Correct. When's the first one? Well, we actually had our first scrimmage last Saturday okay. or this past Saturday. Uh, we brought Wiley East in. Yep. And our next scrimmage will be tomorrow versus Skyline, Red Oak, and Hillcrest. Okay. And the, is that at North Forney? <clears throat> no, that'll actually be hosted over at Skyline. Because we're hosting volleyball playoffs, aren't we? Correct. Yeah, I think we've got volleyball playoffs. Uh, we'll talk about those coming up, the one for our team. But uh, we're hosting other people. We know how that goes. Our gyms are just about as busy this time of year as they could possibly be with girls and boys basketball and volleyball in the playoffs, both our teams and hosting. Um so when's the next event that someone could catch your girls' team at North Forney High School? Well, we we spent a lot of time on the road in a uh, pre-conference this year. Really? <clears throat> Have to look From at the schedule. Yeah. Um, gosh. Well, put him on the spot, Coach. Weaver. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's one of yeah. my goals here. On I think our first five, four or five games is yeah. on the road. Okay. Well, I will um, look for actually, you on the road. Actually, it's November 11th. Versus Texas High, we've got Texas High coming this way, and it, it'll be a varsity-only game. Okay, there you go. So November 11th, uh, the North Forney Lady Falcons will be coming back home for a contest. Coach Hebert, same question for you. When can folks look to catch your girls on the court? Uh, we will scrimmage at home against uh, Faith Family coming from Oak Cliff tomorrow, and then Saturday we'll have Euless Trinity at home. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to ask the ladies, since we have them at the table, tell us something about your coach that no one knows. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Um, Coach Heeper is, he's very funny. Um, you just have to catch him at the right times. Like he, a joking funny or a dry sense of humor funny? A dry sense of humor funny. Okay. He was probably joking about skipping the podcast, really. Yeah, that's just Maybe joke. we just yeah. didn't know how to take it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> He's very funny. Give me an example. How funny? Oh. Like, he's funny like jokes. He's funny like, uh, he's look at, he's, look at him. He's giving you the eye. Choose he wants your, to know. <laughs> he wants to know what your thoughts are, really. Um, it's just jokes or anything. Like. Well, uh, that'll be, that's the guy on the other end of the table. I bet they don't say he's a funny guy. You you know I mean you're a funny guy in the office, Coach Fleming. But we've seen you on the court. We yeah, <laughs> kind of no. scary, honestly. He's funny. He is. He he thinks he's young when he's on the court. With oh, that. he does. Oh, I can see that. I can. See, you listen. Hey, you're an athlete. Okay, let it go. What's he out there doing? What's he not doing? Oh. <laughs> Dribbling between the legs, the passes behind the back. That's him. Show off. Yeah. So he thinks he's still a player. <laughs> you trying to do the same thing, Coach Hebert? Are you out there mixing it up? You know, the half-court shot sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> backwards. Yeah, backwards. Yeah. Maybe back, backward free throws. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Sometimes. We just have to show him that we can still do it and it can be done. With no okay. practice. Yeah. yeah. That's it. No practice required. Right. We can still do it. Yeah. Well. Well, ladies, what? Okay, so what? what's the one thing that we're going to see um, from your teams this year? What are we going to see when we're looking at you guys, we're looking at your teammates? What is going to stand out? I'm going to say we each have 
individual things that we bring to the team. And the coach always says, bring what your team needs. So I think you're going to see the spirit, the hype on the bench. You're going to see them talking on the court. Um, I think we'll just bring what the team needs. And y'all see that just from what we do on the court. Um, Like she said, um, definitely like bringing drive on the court, having more energy, um, next play mentality for sure. Very good. Sounds hey, super Basketball, exciting. I mean, it's a tough – it really is a tough sport. It we, They call it a non-contact sport. That's absolutely not true. It's a – you're going to get beat up and bruised, and it's t- – you know, it's physically taxing. I'm – we're going to – you're going to have to press people and break the press, and um, it, it's just – it's a very physically demanding sport, and I do think that – uh, the team with the most energy a lot of times has a distinct advantage. And if they can sustain it, that energy, and a lot of times that comes from the what the practice uh, environment is like and how much hype, how much energy the, the bench is br- continuing to infuse into the game. So that sounds good. It sounds like uh, it's going to be a fun couple of teams to watch. Yeah, and you know else, what else I'm interested in seeing? I'm interested in seeing a um, – since we don't play each other, we're not in the same district anymore. Right. Why can't the coaches just play two-on-two against each other? Mm. Interesting. Girl, girls coaches against boys coaches? No, I think North, North, Forney North against, against Forney. Forney. Oh. Bart's over there nodding his head. He's ready. We'll talk about that later on. Okay. They got to focus right now. I'd like <clears> to see <throat> that, though. I would. I'd buy, I'd buy a ticket. I would ref it. Maybe a one a one two six's first public fundraiser could yeah. do some two on two basketball. Yeah, I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about horse? Sounds like your half court shot and your backwards free throws for Hebert are horse might be too much. Maybe it needs to be pig or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, are excited for basketball season. I know we still got volleyball and playoffs and volleyball going on. We are. Uh, wrapping up football season, uh, determining who, for Forney who our playoff opponent is going to be. We've got swim and dive going. We've got uh, tennis and golf still going. Um, it's It continues to be a busy time in the district. But it's exciting to start a new sport. It's exciting to start a new season. We're transitioning from fall to winter. And basketball is particularly exciting because you've got four groups, boys and girls, both high schools, Everybody getting fired up at the same time, and um, you know it's it's an exciting sport to watch. So we're looking forward to having a lot of fun. Uh, our next group that we're going to bring to the table are uh, the guys that started practice a little later than these ladies and gentlemen that we just had on, uh, but they're closing in on their beginning as well. The boys basketball coaches and players have joined us at the table. And, uh, Coach Owe, you need, probably need to start them off with your, with your unanswerable uh, ozone question. Well, it, you were just being obtuse. No. <laughs> I'm sure that they've looked in their phones. Now, they can give us a turnover other than an apple or a cherry turnover. Someone, anyone, please. You had an opportunity to look it up in the green room. Introduce yourself, sir. Well, I'm Coach Holloway over at Forney High School, and I don't want to sound like I'm you know, sucking up or anything, but <laughs> in the great state of Indiana, we actually ate turnovers. Um, is not an uncommon thing. Um, most of the time, you got pie filling going in it, but 
you know, you can make it into something else where down here in Texas, you'd probably call it an empanada. Oh, okay. Um, I know what an empanada is. I think it's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there now. So now you're enlightened. What a what a great um, pun on your part by calling them obtuse because they're triangle shaped uh, pastries. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, apple would be the most popular, obviously, but you can do anything with it. Oh, Hebert came right out with cherry, so we've got two apple and cherry on the table. Lemon, then. There you go. Okay. All right. Good answer, Bart. Thanks, Coach Holloway. All right, so we're gonna we're just gonna go down the table. Your job is to introduce yourself, tell us uh, what school you go to, you, what position you play, and what kind of turnover or empanada you prefer. Uh, my name's Aiden McDonald. I'm a senior at Forney High School. I play point guard. Uh, I've never had a turnover or an empanada. Hey, I thought he was gonna come out with like I don't turn I don't <laughs> I turn over. Turn <laughs> I'm a point guard. <laughs> We try to avoid those at all costs, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so, hey, way to be simple guy like me. Uh, we just eat donuts and stuff like that around here. Um, my name is Leontay Richard. I'm a senior at North Forney. I play small forward and, I guess, a grape turnover. Grape? Oh. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> Was that one of your 13? Maybe. Okay, well, that sounds pretty good. I'm Galvin Soley. Um, I'm a small forward at North Forney High School, and I've never had a turnover as well. Okay. They'll go get one after today. You know it. Yeah, we're you're you're putting the turnovers on the map. Um, good morning, everyone. I'm Coach Patton, head boys coach at North Forney High School. Uh, big Houston guy. We like lemon and cherry turnovers. So, okay. So right. eat those quite often. But so. my guys will be going downtown and getting the turnover today, so we're going to take care of them. Good. Yeah, you need to uh, – evidently, we all need to be uh, educated a little bit about Coach O's bougie pastries. <laughs> it's not bougie. Sure sounds like it. So, let's run back to the other end of the table. And, uh, Coach Holloway, you're a, a veteran. <coughs> How many years have you been in Forney ISD? I think you're our most veteran head basketball coach. This will be year 15 in the district. No, year 16 in the district, year 14 as a head coach. I was thinking on the way here how when I got here, there was one middle school. Mm-hmm. I tell the kids about Forney Middle School all the time. They act like I'm crazy. <laughs> um, one high school and I think five elementary schools. And that was just in 06, 07. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of a lot of change around here for sure. I mean, our ox gym used to be the main gym. And, you know, we, we practice back there all the time. And the kids can't fathom that, that that would have been the thing. But for two years, my first two years, that was our – our main gym before we got the the big gym built. So, yes, definitely a lot of changes. And we thought we were packed when we had all the – we had one year where we had freshman North Forney students before they finished their school, and they opened it up with sophomores and freshmen. And we had like 1,800 kids on campus, and we thought we were busting at the seams, and now we're pushing 2,300. So, yeah. you know, um, it's – but we're getting a lot more creative with how things are going on. So it doesn't seem as bad, honestly, except when you go to lunch. But – you know, other than that, it's, it's, it's going uh, pretty well. It's a lot of changes for sure. Well, some things change, and some things never seem to change in the mortal words of Henry Lewis, Lewis Chevrolet in Canton. There's you a, a throwback for people that listen to maybe WBAP radio. I don't know where I came up with that. but He'll meet you there at 2 a.m. <laughs> if he knows you're coming. All right, Bart knows what I'm talking about. So what hasn't changed is um, – 
the gyms in our schools are probably the, or maybe after hours anyway, the busiest place you could mm-hmm. possibly find on campus. And this is one of those times of year. You talked about the auxiliary gym used to be the gym. Uh, I recall uh, the other, instead of having the PE gym over there that exists now, there was an old gym up by the front of the school. Now it's the band hall, I think. But yes, sir. We used to have to trek back and forth uh, through the rain and snow. There was no, uh, even a covered walkway. No, there was not. But even back then, I know, I can remember your first year's coaching. You probably practiced at the admin gym in, in this building. We had done that once. We had done one time over across the street at the old, what was the old Baptist church. Yep. And the carpeted little gym place. We had done that before. Yep. But during this time when we had the overlap of girls basketball, boys basketball, and volleyball. I can remember teams going to uh, the Johnson elementary gym which is now the administrative annex and i think that gym is is a storage building now but we used to go there to practice really you just kind of had to find gym space where you could find it so all the disrespect of these old gyms that they're just putting shelving and mm-hmm. well, you know yeah. using mm-hmm. you know storage storage now it's just upsetting yeah but uh, i think you'll take the trade for the new ones oh won't yeah you? absolutely coach Patton. <laughs> by the way uh i think there's a on your horizon yes, or 40 one of these days yes sir there's a plan for a new gym. We'll have to see what the timeline looks like on that, but uh, I know it's in the cards. Right. Um, so, uh, pretty good trade. Yeah. Still busy, busy place. Yeah. But you guys have gotten in, obviously. You've found gym space. <clears throat> you've begun your practices. And now, Coach Patton, start with you. Tell us um, what your timeline looked like. How long have you been practicing compared to the girls? When's your first scrimmage and when's your first game? Well, we – Opened up last Wednesday, just like everyone else did. Um, we come in. We have first period athletics, so we came in early, and we bring them back after school into PE gym because, uh, you know, volleyball was still playing, and girls, uh, the way their athletic periods aligned is eight periods. So we just don't want to have them move. So we just go over to PE gym and lock in there with the varsity. Um, our first scrimmage is this Saturday coming up. Uh, we're in a uh, tri-match scrimmage with uh, <clears throat> West Mesquite and uh, – Greenville, thank you. And then we'll go at scrimmage two next uh, Tuesday night, the 8th, versus Frisco, Reedy, and North Mesquite. Okay. And um, so far, so good. Uh, we're just as bit as young as we were last year, but we have have the experience. They went through it, got through it. Uh, and I, what we finished at the last, I'll say, three and a half, four weeks of the season is kind of where we are now. Uh, That's good. Well, as a as a basketball fan, I thought you guys got better yep. as the season went on last year. They so, weren't at all of it any longer. So it's just kind of one of those deals where we wanted to settle down and get into habits that we've been preaching. And uh, like I said, we, we, we identified three things, three areas of need that, uh, with this bunch. We want to make sure that we uh, trust each other better. Mm-hmm. Um, we more more less of you and more of us, you know, type of deal. And uh, we want to make sure that we're carrying over those concepts that we come in fundamentally, you know, we, you know, just let's just use our defense. We're, you know, up the line type of team with help behind. We want to make sure that we're we're communicating. So these guys play so quiet all the time. I say, man, you got to open your mouth and speak uh, more. And so we run our guys. We literally will run them if they're not talking. So it's kind of one of those deals where we just habit forming due to all the, you know, transition coach to coach. You know, we just want to bring some stability and get them in it. So they've been doing great. Okay, well, he said use your voice, so let's get you to do that. You guys, either one of you, tell identify yourself when you lean into the microphone, and then tell us um, how's it last year, first year with Coach Patton, 
You guys, again, very young, but you progressed throughout the season. Tell us what has been different so far and what do you look forward to about this season specifically? Um, my name is Leon Tate, and when Coach Patton first got here, it was kind of like getting used to uh, seeing how he works things. But now that he's stayed here, it's just like a building a culture type thing. Okay. And so we just have to work more as a team and uh, get used to it. I'm Galvin. Um, yeah, what Tate said, I feel like when Coach Patton first got here, we were more finding out our personnel and stuff and finding out what we're going to do as a team. But now that he's been here, we kind of got everything rolling and we're ready for the season. Well, sounds like uh, you've got some things established, Coach Patton. Yeah. We'll look forward to these guys yeah. pushing it on to the next level. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, we've had a great a great spring and a pretty good fall. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we had some injuries, some setback, but – Ultimately, our goal is to compete every every time we're on the floor. Uh, in order to win them, you got to compete in them, mm -hmm. and so that's kind of been our uh, our motto. We've got guys that can score the basketball. I told our guys, we got to be, win big at small things. Somebody's got to be willing to pay the price collectively as a group. We do uh, to get us over those humps because finishing. Once we begin to compete, compete, compete with you know we had good teams in our league, you know, and, and so you know putting them away was a matter of literally. And I looked and charted the data and looked at it was just small things here and there. Bart was talking about turnovers and stuff a while ago and, and, and situational play. Many of them were in the eighth grade the year before, so it wasn't any situational basketball. It wasn't any late-game situations. And, and the old ones that were playing, they didn't play the year before gotcha. because the team was so good. Those guys were all role guys that was forced into a role. We threw four freshmen in it that had to play, you know, yeah. and so we were in a different situation. And so uh, these guys have bought in, and, and, and ultimately um, we'll see a different product, obviously. Bart, you've uh, Coach O, do you have a question? I saw you leaning in. Oh no, I'm just gonna wait. You know, I, I'm I have questions for the the guys. Oh good about their about their coaches. Oh good, that'll be interesting <laughs> to hear. Bart, I started ta the weave the, this morning. I started talking about just the the type of investment coaches and kids make, and uh, so many hours spent in planning and in in transitions and in transportation and in all the other stuff. Then the time actually on the court. Uh, being as valuable as it is. We razzed your uh, colleague over at Forney High a little bit about trying to big-time us. But it is really important, and you have, are in, have a little bit different situation because you've got some experienced guys. You've got some right. guys that have, have put their time in as varsity basketball players. How's that been transitioning into a new season with veterans? So, you know, last year we did graduate 12 did you really? I didn't uh, yeah. realize it was that many. Yeah, we graduated 12 of our 16 that were on the roster. Um, so we're bringing back three starters, and it would have been a fourth one if he hadn't been hurt. Uh, Ronnie Harrison was a first-team all-district player as a sophomore. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's going to be back. He's having a great season on the football field right now. But we're going to have four uh, experienced guys being the core coming in and uh, a lot of great pieces coming up from JV. Um, you know, I have – we're going to have five different guys that in their high school career have scored 30 points or more in a ball game. So we have that type of um, uh, potency off offensively. That's quite a unique statistic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so the whole concept of, you know, we before me is going to have to be, you know, in, in play here because every one of them can score the ball. And they're just going to have to be patient and understand some games it's going to be my game. Some games it might not be depending on how they guard us. 
And so, you know, we're going to have a lot of a lot of depth and and a lot of different pieces. We have some great uh, scrappy guys to come off, you know, replacing our Wyatt Treadwell from last year, who is our defensive dog. And, you know, we have a lot of guys coming up and doing that, too. So it's going to be a lot of fun, um, you know, especially having this guy next to me being a fourth year starting point guard. Yeah. You know, he already passed the, the thousand point mark. He's already close to the fifteen hundred. He's gonna he's gonna push that two thousand point mark for his career, and so it's gonna be a lot of fun this year. Um, we've got some big time competition going up. We we upgraded tournaments a little bit and went to we're gonna go to the Mavs Classic up in Frisco uh, to play in that one. We're gonna play in the the Forney High School Winter Classic again, where we got some matchups with uh, Lovejoy and Desoto coming up, and then we're going to the Allen Tournament over Christmas break instead of the Kaufman Tournament. So. Um, it'll it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun this year. We have a lot of high expectations, that's for sure. Yeah. In a very tough district with number four Lancaster and you know uh, top twenty five Red Oak in the district too. So, uh, but we feel like we can compete with every one of them. We just played in the Gasso a couple weeks ago and um, took the number three team Birdville to overtime uh, without our point guard Aiden and without Ronnie. And so we have a lot of high expectations for this season for sure. Yeah, but <clears throat> that's another thing, Coach O that. I didn't mention is I'm talking about time investment during the season. Uh, I heard Coach Patton mention this. Bart just alluded to it. Uh, but you guys, I mean, really, it's kind of a year-round deal. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, when you're in – yeah, during the season, it's it's literally daylight to well beyond dark. Pretty much. But you're in summer. You're in you're, – you're actually playing spring ball. You're playing in the summer, uh, whether it's w- with a select team or with your school team or with however that works, you're playing – Fall ball early before you get to season, so it's kind of a never-ending thing to prepare for what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Aiden, he's talking about preparing for this season with uh, some veteran seniors. You're one of those guys he's talking about that scored over 30 points in a game. I can remember uh, several years ago watching you as a uh, just a young kid that I'm like, man, who in the heck is this? He comes out of seemingly nowhere and – I don't remember who the opponent was in the game. Was, it, the first was it Lancaster? Because that's it? the one oh, I remember. No, it, wasn't. it wasn't Lancaster? There was one game he just absolutely blew up, and, and like um, everybody in the gym in that moment, I think as a freshman, recognized, holy cow, this dude uh, has has got a pretty interesting future at this school. Bart is whispering, trying to – what game was that? That would have been uh, the Tyler game. Okay, uh, when he was a freshman, and he had surely that was an over had, thirty. He had thirty, I think, on the dot, and we we ended up. I think we won like you know seventy six to seventy two or something like that. Yeah, and it just became in the fourth quarter. It was our best offense was him coming down and <laughs> getting a shot off, and it just kept going back and forth. And he was getting to the basket. He was hitting threes and. Uh, they now refer to it as Aiden mode. Yeah, okay. Um, but it does happen every once in a while for sure. Well, it's nice to have that as a point guard. All right, uh, because, you know, what, let, me t- let me ask you this. Before we get into all the other good stuff, what's your favorite statistic? What's the statistic you look at when you come off the court to see what kind of night you had? Well, it's actually my least favorite statistic. It'll be turnovers for sure. That's <laughs> okay. the first thing I look at. Not apple or you cherry. You see how important turnovers are? <laughs> yeah. You see that? That's a smart answer from a point guard right there. Yeah. It really was. I know it. Yeah. Uh, but we know you can score too. That's a good That's a good thing to have in your pocket as a, as a point guard. Um, what are you looking for? You got some veterans like Bart's been talking about. Um, that's got to be pretty cool to be able to know you're going into season with those guys. What are you excited about with this season? Uh, I'm excited about everything. I mean, we're ready to get started. Uh, 
see what we can do this year. We have really high expectations, like Coach was saying. Uh, we're all in the same grade, but we've actually never all played together at, on the on the court at the same time. So that should be fun to see. We're all really good friends. We get along real well. So uh, just getting ready to uh, looking forward to getting ready to season start. Yeah, uh, new district we've got this year, just like Coach Patton going into six A. Uh, you guys have a new 5A district, too, 14, 5A. Any of those teams that – I know. I think you said Lancaster's number four currently yes. per preseason poll. Mm-hmm. Um, got to be fun to look forward to that. Yeah, and, you know, it's not like in the years past where we're hoping to get a shot off in the first quarter, which I think, <laughs> you know, one year we when they had Mike Miles, who's going to be – you know, he's predicted to be Big 12 player of the year for TCU – um, and another kid that, I mean, they had such great talent that year. I think we hit a shot at the buzzer of the first quarter to score two points just because they were that dominant. And, you know, you go into those games like, I mean, I was, how can we, you know, limit the amount of damage that's about to happen here? But, you know, this is this is one of the few times that we've had to, the, the team and the talent to be like, we're going to give them a run for their money. And I think we can beat them. And I think, you know, we can contend for the district championship this year just like we did last year. You know, only losing two games and, you know, losing out by one game last year. We have those expectations again this year. Good stuff. Yeah, very, very good stuff. Aiden, while while we're on over here with y'all, tell us something about uh, Coach Holloway that we don't know. Uh, I decided that I'm going to be nice today, Coach Holloway. <laughs> and uh, one thing about Coach Holloway is he always makes first shot of the day. There we go. That's pretty cool. Well – I I'd like to delve off another into show that. off. <laughs> well, 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 well. What is it? Is it like oh, a? He just, he is it a bunny, the, or is it a three? Oh, it's a three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Walks in the gym first shot of the day. Well, we already know he can shoot. We already know he can score. <laughs> we know that, so that kind of doesn't surprise me. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't good enough. He's staying tight well, for that uh, two on two contest you've got coming well, up. Well, I'm. Hey. I think we were talking over there, and I think horse or pig sounds better because we're not guarding anybody. Uh, you know, that, that, yeah, the after lead is for sure a thing. We're just going to stand out there and shoot anyway. Defense goes first, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's my, that's my you know, thing now is I get rebounds, and I throw it down, you know, outlet and just stand there yeah. and then come down and maybe shoot a three, and that's it. But that started in college where we just walk into the practice and be like, first shot of the day, and just shoot it from the corner. And you make it? He uh, makes it? I, I mean, is it a bad, is it a bad day it. if you don't make it? I don't. I don't want to say I'm at like 95 percent on these things, but it's, <laughs> the, the fun part is when I go in and the girls are practicing. I just grab a ball and shoot it, and the girls' ball is you know it's, it's different. But right. I, you know, I'm getting on their nerves with that thing too. Apparently. <laughs> okay, fellas, what about Coach Patton? Tell us, tell us something we don't know. Apparently, Coach Patton can still dunk. What? Oh, I'd like to see that. <clears throat> Me and Fleming can- both can. Well, we know Fleming can. <laughs> Wait a minute. We know I'm, Fleming can. I'm three can. years older. Do we have Fleming a? Man. Do the goals lower in the North Pointy gym? They for do, but <laughs> for camp, but uh, they're up. I do one a year. Uh, ever since I, you know, I, I need that I, video. I, after forty, it's a wrap. And Bart, it's off two feet, obviously. Bart, so. <clears throat> are you in this exclusive old man club? <laughs> I got to get the legs warmed up, but I am turning forty this year, oh, and I saw my dad dunk at forty, and my goal was to make sure I could dunk at forty-one. Ah, uh, so you know. One I gotta, I gotta get the uh, the legs warmed up on a good day. And it'll, if it'll anybody get has video of any of these coaches dunking, please send it to us. <laughs> Fleming just did his last Wednesday or Thursday. I, I, I saw Fleming's and he he was hurting, but uh, you know, <laughs> that's a big guy. But uh, we all we all you know try to do it one time after forty. You know, once a year. Excuse me, after forty. So uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. They call me out to play and 
one v one me, coach. I mean, before practice. Funny thing about us, I don't ever we not we never end on a miss. Um, we always tell the guys, you know, let's end on a note. So mm-hmm. I'm, we might call some lob or just got want to make a random shot. So it's kind of superstitious. You know. Yeah, he's first shot, I'm last shot. We got to end on a note. Forney's starting with a make, and North Forney's ending with a make. <laughs> got a little Coach Duncan in the middle. You know it. Would you just wait till you get a little farther past forty? Oh yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, then your dunking is going to go the way your defense did. <laughs> hey, you're running in a straight line That's and right. still looking good. Yeah. Right. It's it going to hurt. look different. That's no right. kidding. Good All stuff. Right. It is good stuff. Um, one more thing. I, I just want to give our, our listeners a preview here because every team sort of has um, something they hang their hat on. What is their – what's your team's personality? And I, when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about how it's expressed on the court. Are you a pressing team? Are you a uh, off control offense team? Are you, you know, do you, um, um, are you a five out motion team, or, or are you more of a set play? And I'm not trying to, you know, I don't think Lancaster's probably going to be listening to the one two six to see if they can pick up some scouting tips. But um, what do our fans look forward to? Uh, the characteristics that they're going to see on the court. Well, we're definitely a five-out um, equal opportunity offense. Um, you know, we've done set offenses in the past, but then you get pressured out of it and you can't yeah. run it anymore. So we've really stressed over the past decade on how to play, like learning how to play, make reads, and understanding the game as a whole. So when we do get pressured out of our set play, set offense, we can actually do something when they take it away. Yeah. Um, and so we, we try to stay, you know, as unpredictable as possible and – That'll come with some gray hairs and some receding hairline for me because it is teenagers out there making those decisions. Sure. But, you know, like with when you have these seniors that have played with you forever, it gets better. You know, it's like last year it got a lot better, and this year it'll be better uh, even still. Um, we like to pressure a little bit. Uh, one thing that I've always enjoyed hearing from other coaches is that they always uh, compliment how hard we play. And while I'll disagree with them <laughs> right after the game, but your kids play so hard. I love watching them play. I'm like, well, I don't know that they play that hard. But, you know, the fact that that gets out there and that's the appearance to other coaches and that's what they take away, uh, I'm pretty proud of that. That's so, a team identity too. Right, right. Yeah. Playing hard. And that's what kept us in games when we weren't very good for those years and kept us, you know, competitive getting fifth place right there at the, the cusp of playoffs to now – you know, we're at this point that we're at now. So the playing hard is always going to be the constant that keeps you there, whether the ball goes in the hole or not. If we're playing hard, it's going to be all right. Yeah. Go ahead, Coach. Pretty much a carbon copy. Um, you know, obviously that's why I put my hands up a while ago when he was talking, you know, five out multiple and, and learning to play. Um, we we demonstrate actions out of our offense. We, we cut them up and run <clears throat> run and practice those actions. We, we, we teach IQ. Be honest mm-hmm. with you, um, we hit a lot on three on one, uh, three on twos, two on ones, and, and, and just basic basketball uh, knowledge to help share the basketball, get the basketball in the right places. Our, our identity is obviously how hard we play. Uh, I, I, I say I used to say last year we stand no chance um, if we don't compete. Uh, our guys always compete. Um, we got to make sure that we're competing um, at a high level on both sides of the floor. Uh, we always going to have a scrappy get after you unit. Obviously, that's our DNA. They don't play. They don't get on the floor uh, if they don't share those type of values. Uh, we'll also be what I call a tackle box or a toolbox. Whatever is necessary needed defensively, that's what we want to do because we like to morph into different defenses. We've been working so far 
on a, that's an example, uh, you know, a point zone type of deal. And I haven't ran that in three or four or five years, but I think with the type of length we have and speed, um, oftentimes we get ourselves in trouble man-to-man wise because we reach a lot, because we're over-aggressive. And I, you know, I want to find a way to keep other teams out of the bonus and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, half court wise. So we've been working on a lot of that kind of stuff and just really, really, really uh, emphasizing coaching uh, attention to detail. Uh, we want to end each possession with a contested shot, a block out, something, a charge, something, you know, to where we can kind of, um, you know, have more things in our favor. We're not very big, but we're long. Yeah. You know, we're about six five and under, and but we have a lot of guys that are like these guys. You know, six two, six three guys that are long. Uh, quick little point guard that's going to get it up the floor. We got four or five guys that can shoot it on the floor at all all times. Uh, so we're looking forward to this year. We're at a different, honestly speaking, a different level uh, than last year's group. Um, you know, we want to be where Forney High is uh, currently. Th- those guys are playing for it, and that's my goal, and obviously we'll get to that point. Uh, so just, just excited. Um, I've got great kids. Not good. I've got great kids. They all get along, um, and we, we – we, they're gym rats, you know, and so that's kind of – I've got a really good situation brewing on the north side. Good deal. Well, uh, Bart, we look forward to seeing your veterans on the court and you guys yes. doing your thing. Coach Patton, uh, that program that you and your young men have been building, we look forward to seeing that expressed this year. But mm-hmm. it sounds like common denominator, and, and I think I can speak to this too. Our teams are going to play hard. Yes, sir. They're going to compete right yes, down to the last minute, and uh, that makes basketball a heck of a lot of fun to watch. Yes, sir. So it's going to be a good season to look forward to. Yep. Uh, hey, we got um, volleyball tomorrow. Uh, Forney Jackrabbits are in the bi-district playoffs against Greenville, Greenville at 630 at Richardson Berkner High School. There you go. Mm-hmm. So – uh, volleyball fans, get out there, and if you can make it over to Richardson Berkner tomorrow to support the Lady Jackrabbits, they are undefeated 14-5A district champions, did not lose a set hmm. in district. I think they've only lost two or three games on the entire season. They're well over 30 wins at this point. Uh, so beginning what we hope will be a, a long and distinguished playoff run, uh, starting with by district. So let's go support them. Uh, they're on the back end of what basketball is on the front end of. So, uh, and we hope that you guys have just as much success, and we look forward to a really, really fun basketball season. Yes, just sir. about to get going. Yes, sir. All right, Coach O, that's it. We're wrapping up uh, episode whatever in the heck this is of uh, whichever season this is, <laughs> and the executive producer substitute made it through uh, the basketball spooktacular. 2022. Yes, you did. At 8 a.m., Coach, you did it. At 8 a.m. We'll see you guys next time. Subscribe to the 126 so you get updates when uh, we have new episodes coming out, and we'll catch you next round.